0: Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now.
3: Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Calvary Live. I almost said my podcast because I was recording episodes yesterday, and I'm all over the place. But today is Calvary Live, and we are live, coming to you from the studios of... Grace FM here at Calvary Church in Aurora, Colorado, and we're glad you joined us. Welcome everyone listening to the Grace FM radio network, also to the Radio by Grace network. You're listening to this live, but we're also broadcasting to you guys on Truth FM and Hope FM and, and the Higher Rock Radio. You guys get this. Uh, one week delayed, but here's the thing: uh, the show's on. The show's uh, being broadcast live. Whenever it is on, you can call the you can call the number while the show is on, and we will take your call like we're live talking to you live. And then you'll be able to hear your program one week later uh, on your station. And so the same thing, it still goes, it's still a live program. Even if some of your stations, you guys listen to it a week later, uh, it's still such a wonderful, valid, uh, understanding, uh, you know, biblically probing st- uh, program. But, you know, when you're listening to radio broadcasts, like Abounding Grace, uh, those are not; those are re- pre-recorded Bible studies, and you know how God can use some of them when we air like Romans— era study on Romans, that takes us back to, I think, 2004 uh, here at Calvary, or 2006. And and yet the Word of God taught is just as powerful now as it is then. And, you know, I think of Pastor Chuck, Pastor Chuck, some of these studies go back to the 80s, 70s, uh, and they're just as valuable today as they were back then. It is uh, good to be together and to grow in God's grace together Uh, growing in grace, being built up in the things of the Lord. 303-690-3000 is the number. 303-690-3000. Lines are ringing and filling fast. So grab a line while you can. And if you want to text, we have a dedicated text line. You ready? 720-336-0897. 720-336-0897. Three, three six zero eight nine seven. I have a couple of things working against me today. One, I was recording some podcast episodes, so I use different numbers for that. And two, I'm incredibly tired. Like it could be I wonder if you feel the same way. You have a long day at work, you got all kinds of things going on, long day at home, and you're just like so tired. and some Wednesdays are easier than others. Um, but tired, tired. 303-690-3000. Jumping right to the phone lines. Bianca in Aurora, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the program.
4: Hello. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing well, Bianca. How are you doing?
4: I'm doing okay, I okay. guess. I mean, things are not as I expected, but that's not really what I called. Okay, what's up? But I've been really feeling on my mind to pray for missionaries in general because I don't know after hearing, that, I still listen to services online yes. mostly, even if I'm not going in person as much, but
5: sure.
4: I heard the update from South Africa last Wednesday, and I don't know if there's any more updates coming up soon, but I just feel like maybe we need to pray more for our missionaries.
3: We do, you know, and we do have more updates coming because, uh, as you recall, we always dedicate the entire month of March to our missionaries. I think we're up to 36 that we support now, and uh, we can't obviously... I have updates from all of them, but Pastor JJ's working on all the updates, and we're Pastor Micah's working on some handouts that we can pray for our missionaries. And really, the emphasis this year—and this will be really good for you, Bianca, because I know you love to do this—the emphasis we have for our missionaries this year is to connect with them and to encourage them. And that's what we're encouraging everybody to do, to connect and encourage our missionaries. So um, that's what we'll be doing.
4: Yeah. Because lately, where I've been having my heart for lately is the UK. I don't know why. I mean, I guess I'm going through different stages Mm. of life, I'm guessing, because obviously last year it was Brazil, but but now I feel... mm, a heart more for the UK.
3: Okay. Well, let's pray. Ready? Ready. All right. Father, I pray for my sister as you um, lead her and guide her uh, as she is desiring to be that prayer warrior and that partner in missions. And I know you're doing things in her life, even as she shared, it wasn't the reason she called, but she's got a lot going on and things aren't really turning out the way she thought they would. And and so I just pray you'd use her, God. And even with limitations that she has, she has an opportunity and uses those opportunities so much more in other areas of her life. And so I just pray for her. I pray you'd strengthen her, minister to her, strength, strengthen what's weak, and maybe even in her life, weaken what's strength, strong so that she can dedicate herself to following you. And the heart that she has around the world, you've you know, she she lives right here close by, but you have taken her around the world in her prayers and her desires and her care for other, uh, and her care for missionaries. She is absolutely connected to missionaries, so bless her and encourage her in Jesus' name. Amen.
4: Amen. Well, thanks so lot, and I might be there in person tonight, or I might okay. not, but... We'll be here. All right, talk to you soon.
3: Okay, bye-bye. All right, 303-690-3000 is the number. Taking your calls and questions and your text messages. And uh, you are welcome to use the text number 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Or you can text me, 720 336 0897. And we are going to be here tonight. Uh, we are studying the book of Genesis. Uh, and we had just started, and we are encouraged. It's been so good. We've only had two studies, um, but it's so good. So, Give me a call, 303 We're going to go right over to Aurora. We're going to stay here. Uh, Lori's on the line. Lori, welcome to the program.
2: Hi, Pastor Ed. Thank Hi. you for taking my call. You're welcome. I was calling with a prayer request. My little granddaughter, who's not quite two, is on her way to the emergency room, so I was just asking for some prayer. She's not been doing well. And just to set it into context, my my son, we lost my daughter 20 years ago, and Mm -hmm. I think his mind is going there that, what if something's wrong, like his sister who had cancer? And so I'd just like to pray for my granddaughter, Zelda, and for some peace for my son, too, right now, who's worried, sick about his little girl.
3: Father, we pray right now by your Holy Spirit that you would infuse comfort into this family, a, a peace that passes all understanding and uh, that's what you promise when we do exactly what you were doing now to, to cast our cares before you, not to be anxious, but in all things by prayer, supplication with Thanksgiving. And even though we have that past pain and hurt and even great deep loss in the past, we're thankful today for the life you've given to us. We're thankful for what you have allowed us to endure. This family has endured much, and so I pray for little Zelda, Lord, strengthen her and bring healing into her body, and I pray uh, for her dad, um, just worried, concerned, all so normal. Uh, It's normal reactions to the great fear of his precious daughter, and so we just pray, God, that you would strengthen her and bring her back to full health and use this as an opportunity. Um, Even so, Use it as an opportunity to bring Lori's dad to a deeper faith and walk with you. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Thank you so much, Pastor Ann. You're
3: welcome. All right. Bye bye. Have a good
2: night.
3: 303 Here's a quick text question Where in the Bible does it say we have souls? Uh, well, one place that I can think of as the Bible declares us to be body, soul, and spirit is in Thessalonians. Um, in 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter 5, verse 23, it says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, um, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved uh, blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, that's one place right there. Um, the word soul is used in a variety of different ways and over 350 times uh, in the Scripture Remember in Hebrews chapter four, it says that we when the word of God is so powerful, it can pierce to the division of soul and spirit. Um, Hebrews six says the hope we have is an anchor of our soul. So the Bible is filled with it. Three hundred fifty times that word is used. Uh, and yes, we do have souls. And what leaves our body when we die? Our spirits and soul. Our spirit and soul leaves our body when we die to immediately be uh, in the presence of the Lord. Thanks for texting. It's a great question. Lines are wide open, 303-690-3000. We're going to head now across the country to Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, Chris, welcome to the program.
0: Thank you, Pastor. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Pretty good. So I'm a little confused uh, with uh, one of the passages in um, Genesis 1, uh, 26. Yes. So it says, uh, I'm quoting it, I'm actually reading it from it um, right now. Okay. Uh, God said, "Let us make man in our image yes. and after likeness." And on and on and on. I'm a little confused. It seems that that God's the one that's talking here, and He's saying, "Let us make man in our image." So I'm I'm confused with the plural.
3: Yeah, it's a great question. Are you familiar with the doctrine of the Trinity?
0: Uh, well, I mean, you mean the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.
3: Yeah, how God has revealed Himself in three persons: Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.
0: Ah, okay,
3: gotcha. And so you have, you know, that's an eternal existence of God. It, the, the God has always been Trinitarian. There's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are all eternal, and they are all involved. God in the Triune God, all involved in creation. And you have you have that all wrapped up. Even though it's not, you know, you look at the the, the doctrine of the Trinity isn't fully developed in Genesis one, but it is hinted at. Where you have what they call this inner Trinitarian conversation—that's what you could call this.
0: Okay, the light bulb kind of went off when you when you after I thought for a second, Trinity. Okay, more than one. So even though it's one being in in three.
3: Individual persons, yeah, you know, and and this is a passage uh, I think we might even cover tonight. I'm not sure, maybe not if not tonight, next week. But in verse 26, you know, a lot of the options who's available to be talking to. um, It's certainly not at this point. He's not talking to the angels um, or any other created being because, according to Isaiah 44:24, that God spreads the earth out by Himself. So there is no—the on, the only person he could be talking to are the persons within the Trinity. And so the phrase is inner Trinitarian conversation.
0: That was the other part that confused me. That was like, well, he's creating from the beginning here, so there isn't any other right. So that's, that's what was also confusing me. Okay.
3: Yeah, it's a great question. Good observation. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, lines are wide open. Give me a call, 303-690-3000. You're listening on Radio by Grace or Grace FM. Would love to have you call in. we listening online. Uh, you can call in directly. The number works everywhere, 303-690-3000. Text to me, 720 um, 336 There's a prayer request. Can you pray for abusive fathers to change their ways and for the Lord to subdue them, please. Yes, I can do that. And if you are being abused by your father, please call 911 and get the authorities involved immediately um, if this applies to you personally. Father, I do agree with this prayer request for abusive parents, abusive fathers to change, that they might surrender their lives to you surrender their submission and submit themselves to you, repent, and if necessary, turn themselves in for the atrocious behavior that they have per- perpetrated as an abuser. And I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Ah, oh, So hard. So sorry. 303-690-3000. 303 690 3,000 is the number, taking your calls and your questions. Let's see what we've got here. Let me get back to my call screen. (laughs) Let's see. We're waiting. The phone lines are lighting up, so he's hosting them now. I got a little note that says, my jacket is noisy. Well, it gets really cold in here, and I'm wearing my jacket, so I'm sorry if it's noisy. Uh, I have to put my sweatshirt on next time, my hoodie, so it won't make so much noise if you hear it. So if you hear anything, that's what you hear. 303-690-3000. Paul, Aurora, Colorado, welcome to the program. Hey, Paul, you're on the air.
1: So uh, my question is, if um, during the time that Adam and Eve were created and they were, um, Eve, Took the bite of the fruit and Adam followed. Yes. If there was if there was no sin in the world, then how was she how did she commit sin if there was no sin in the world originally?
3: Yeah, I guess you could say that the act of Eve was rebellion, right? You could say I mean in a technicality I guess we could call it sin, but we know sin entered the human race through Adam, right? Through our Our father. But I I mean, technically, I think, I'm sure theologians have argued about this, but Eve's act of disobedience, Eve's act of of rebellion would be defined as sin. Whether it officially happened, uh, whether we could officially call it then and there or wait for Adam's failure, they both failed. They both failed on the same level, and therefore they both sinned. And uh, they, two sinners, as they began to procreate, only created more sinners. So we're sinners by birth and sinners by action. So that's a big general answer. But what was it that what was it that occurred there? What what was it that drew her into rebellious, disobedient action? But but we learn that it, it is the lust of the eyes, uh, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Um, the same things John writes about in First John. She was tempted. And it's a good question that, that you ask, because in the answer we also learn that temptation is not sin. T- the temptation itself is not sin. So the lure, you know, the the allure of sin, the the desire for it, all of that is not sin. Sin is the act. It is the rebellion. And it, you can act inside in your mind, and you can act outside with your body and with your actions. Um, but The opportunity to obey God or not obey God existed at the moment of creation. They were given a a true freedom to enjoy God or to reject God. And imagine what it was like to live in unity and relationship with God, where even in times when there was no temptation, what a sweet relationship that was, and one that the Bible says will be restored for all of eternity
1: right so if there there's no sin right and then but didn't god send um satan down here to earth originally and wasn't he already traveling the world before adam and eve
3: yeah the first great rebellion uh was in satan right that's he's the first great rebel uh, and so you could say that the origination of sin actually happened in, in the angelic realm first, uh, and when it comes down to Eve, her temptation, uh, her human, sin had not touched humanity yet, had not entered humanity yet, not touched humanity. It was reserved to the third of the angels and Satan, who's a rebelled from heaven, and it was through their rebellion they were personally responsible for their rebellion in yielding to the temptation that was put before them
1: okay okay got it thank you for clearing that up for me that's
3: fantastic it's a great question thanks for calling
1: yes oh i just wanted to uh ask for a prayer too for my uh my mom she's she's having trouble with her memory and I just want to pray for that because I've been praying a lot, and I know my family members have been doing this well, doing that as well. So, but I want to see if we can also pray for her.
3: I, I can, but you were garbled in the beginning, so can you remind me again or say it again, what, who and what yes. we're praying for?
1: I'm praying for my mom. Yes. And, um, she's, she's actually losing her memory okay. a little bit, and yes. I want to pray
3: for that. Okay, Father, I pray for my brother and his mom, especially his mom's memory, um, I know that that's a very scary, difficult thing to enter into seasons where you can't remember, and just how our minds degenerate, and in some ways, they some people, they're degenerating faster and harder than others, and that's Paul's mom. So we lift her up to you, Lord, and I, I, I know some other names that come to right away that I also lift up to you, suffering from memory loss, uh, dementia, and uh, all the first onset of really degenerative diseases, Lord. Not only do I pray for healing in their minds, but also healing for the spiritual warfare that comes with that. And uh, also for those that are connected uh, by love, by relationship, um, that are connected by blood even, uh, like Paul being a son, um, I pray for them as they help walk alongside and minister to their uh, relatives battling these things. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. 303-690-3000. Heading out to Mobile, Alabama. Eileen, welcome to the program. Hey, Eileen, you're on the air, but I forgot I pushed the buttons. You're on the air, Eileen. Okay. Sorry, I didn't push the button. Okay.
2: Thank you. You're welcome. St. John 17. Okay. Okay. in the sixth verse it says jesus is praying of course to the father and he says i have manifested thy name unto the men." come down to verse 11 it says uh keep them through thine own name verse 12 says i have kept them in thy name my question is what does it mean when it says in the father's name
3: yeah that's a that's a great question typically and this is a good example of that when your name or thy name is referenced, it means in the authority of. Um, I've kept them in, in your name. I've kept them in your authority. I've kept them in um, according to your way, your will. Like I haven't, like remember Jesus would say that he always did that which pleases the Father, and, and what pleases the Father is that the Father, those be kept pointing to the Father, in the Father, for the Father. It would be like if uh, something similar, it's not exact, but it would be something similar if you entrusted to me one of your children to watch, and you told me how to watch your children. You said, Pastor Ed, I want you to do A, B, and C, and I'm going to go out, and I, I have an appointment, and I trust you, I want you to watch my kids, and I want you to do it this way. and And so I do exactly what you asked me to do. I keep your kids, I watch your kids, but I do what you want me to do. I follow through with A, I follow through with B, and I follow through with C. But then one of your kids cops an attitude and and they're like, oh, it's not right, I can't believe it. No, my mom would do it this way and they would want it this way. And I'd say, no, she said A, B, and C, this is the way I'm doing it. And then when you come back to pick up your kids, you say, Ed, how'd it go? I could say to you, I kept or I watched your kids In your name, which means I did it exactly as you wanted me to.
2: Okay. That's wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you.
3: God bless you guys in Alabama. Thank you. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000. It's very similar when you're praying in Jesus' name, right? You're you're, you're praying, you have requests, you have things on your heart and on your mind, and then you say, I pray in Jesus' name, That's not a mantra. That's not some special words at the end. You are simply saying, I submit my request to your will. You know, you may or may not say, thy will be done. But when you say in Jesus' name, you are entrusting what you said into the authority of Jesus Christ, that he can overrule you. Uh, He will overrule you if you need to, if he needs to, but it's in his name, not our name. His authority, not our authority. Let's go out to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Roseanne, is it Roseanne or? Hey, are you with me in Fort Lauderdale? Yes. Can you re- pronounce your name, please?
2: Rosene.
3: Uh uh-huh. Rosene. R- e-
2: R-O-S-E-M as in Mary E-N. Ah,
3: well, welcome to the program. Yes.
2: Yeah. You're on the air. No, I was, just, um, call, I was um, calling for um, prayer requests for my son, Bill okay. Frank. He has a mental illness, um, schizophrenia, mm. um, also with bipolar. Um, a couple of years years ago, um, his kids were taken away from him. One of our family members, you know, have him, and um, he's, you know, very angry at, my, at me and my daughter. He mm. feels like we are the ones that, you know, got his kids taken away and... You know, some occasions I kind of feel, you know, um, you know, scared of him sometimes because I never know what, you know, what he may be capable of. But, you know, I just, just pray that God will, you know, help him, you know, with the, with the mental illness, and that, um, that uh, he'll be be able to see his children. All right, I mean, let's some, do that. You know, some way.
3: Let's pray for him, Father. I pray for this. A special, important man who has a broken mind i uh, it has been um touched and tainted by sin, and he has these diseases that cause him to think differently, these mental illnesses that challenge him and have causing him great grief, causing him great difficulty, even losing his kids and separate from family members and We just pray according, just like his mom. I I think right now, when I think of um, this young man, I also think of um, the parents in the Bible that would bring people to you, Jesus, desperate and desiring for you to touch them. And I pray with this mom who's desperate and desiring you to touch her son. It's been a very long road, very challenging, very difficult, Lord. And I pray for your mercy and your grace to be poured out upon her. And for her son, just start the healing, Lord, whether it's physically, whether it's through doctor and medication, that you would just give sanity uh, and clarity to his mind that he might be restored to his kids and in a way that he could take care of them in honoring you. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Amen. Amen. Thank you. All right.
3: Bye-bye. All right, we're coming up on the first break, the only break of the program. Uh, Give me a call. One line is open, 303-690-3000. My name is Ed Taylor. I'm studying in the Bible here at Calvary in the book of Genesis we just started. We'll be here tonight, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. What that means is no matter where you are in the country, you can tune in live to us, watch us live. If you go to gracefm.com, you can listen to us live, uh, download our free app. And I want to remind you, we're coming up on uh, the music you to hear in a moment, but give financially to the radio station you're listening to this on. Give financially. I'll come back with some information on the different stations and their websites, but I want you to give financially. Keep this station strong on the air. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us
0: a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now.
3: Welcome back to the second half of today's program. Shout out to everyone listening on Radio by Grace, Hope FM, Truth FM, of course, the origin here, Grace FM, Radio, Higher Rock Radio in Idaho. Man, we... We're going to, so many people are moving from our church to Idaho that we should go out and do a satellite campus out there. Um, but no, there's so many great churches in Boise and especially you guys in Meridian and my friends in Eagle. Uh, God bless you guys. Hello, hello, hello. I, we get feedback. I had somebody uh, not too long ago visiting here from Idaho. They said they listened to us on the radio out there. So bless you guys. Uh, grateful to be on your station. You're listening live on the Radio by Grace and Grace FM networks. All the other networks, you're listening to One Week Delayed, which is kind of cool because cool you can call the show. We'll take your call. You can hear it next week on your station. But right before the break, I reminded you hey, 2022 or 2021 was a good, strong financial year for radio. Um, it was very fruitful, and God is. Allowing us to see a resurgence in radio. But these are, I always want to remind you that you're listening to a radio station right now that is church owned. And you know as well as I do, churches have limited resources and we're not professional radio companies, although I think we have strong professionals running them uh, and overseeing them. Um, but we're not, you know, we're not a for profit business. Um, And we have costs and expenses. So I want to ask you, please consider a regular, ongoing gift of any amount, large or small. The Lord will multiply it. Uh, what, whatever you think the Lord would lead you to give and give it to the station you're listening to. So if you're listening on Higher Rock, go to higherrockradio.org. If you're listening on Truth FM, go to truthfm.net. If you're listening on Hope FM, go to hopefm.net. If you're listening to Radio by Grace, go to radiobygrace.com. And if you're listening to Grace FM, go to gracefm.com. And these are the various radio networks that were, uh, you know, launched uh, separately and independently in all these states, 90, almost 100 different states, or excuse me, can't be 100 states, there's not that many, 100 stations, uh, uh, 20 plus states or more. Uh, that's funny, 100 states. That's, that has to be on the blooper reel. Uh, you know, the United States of America has doubled in size. Yes, it has. No. Uh, so at any rate, let's get back to the phone lines. 3036903000 uh we're going to head out to it looks like it is uh Helen in Westminster welcome to the program
4: Hi, thank you for picking up my phone call You're welcome Um I'll, I just I love that people from all over the world are listening
3: yeah, Isn't that awesome?
4: station it is so awesome to hear Seems like each day that I turn on at four o'clock here in Denver, there's another state that mm. is joined in. And it is awesome. But my prayer request is for my granddaughter who is ten. Yes. Well, she she turned eleven yesterday, and she was positive yesterday for this virus. Okay. Um, yeah.
3: How is so, uh, how how is her body responding? Is it mild or?
4: Well, so far. First, her and my daughter had it during Christmas, so 10 days went by. Okay. And then she went to stay with her dad. Yes. And had it over there, so another 10 days went by, and now she has it again. And her body, this time, she's got the sniffles and runny nose this morning. Uh, and, you know, so it's another, another start of this.
3: Yeah, you know, I think uh, I, I, am, I am grateful that for a majority of people, that have contracted the virus, it has been mild, especially the kiddos, so we're grateful for that. It hasn't—for it, some, it's very complicated, very difficult, even long-term, and uh, we we ag- agree with you. We want to pray for mercy and grace upon your grandkid, so let's do that. Father, I pray for Helen's granddaughter. Uh, just the virus seems to, to attach itself to her, uh, and I pray for this latest episode for healing and strength in her body— Uh, Just the ability, just in your natural way, your body, you have created our bodies to fight this virus off, to keep the symptoms minimal, and, God, to bring about stronger health through this battle, quick and strong, in Jesus' name. Amen.
4: Amen. Thank you.
3: Okay, Helen, keep us up to date. Yes.
4: Bye-bye.
3: All right. Bye-bye. Hey, you know, I... I mentioned, speaking of COVID and how some it's not so easy, Uh, I mentioned this weekend that a few of my friends um, have COVID and they're very serious cases. So just reminding to pray for this milder case for this granddaughter, just that it doesn't become more complicated. It made me want to pray for the complicated cases that become milder. Um, So I want you, I'm going to invite you to join me in praying uh, for a young man I think he's in his 30s. If not, he's in his super low 40s. His name is Zach Adams. He's a pastor in Georgia. Uh, he has been battling COVID-related symptoms for quite a while now, and his dad, Pastor Sandy, also from—they're uh, both from Georgia and the Atlanta area. Um, pastor Sandy's is pastoring in Stone Mountain, and uh, Zach is not too far from there, a few miles. But we need to pray for Zach. We need to pray—I haven't gotten an update today— So we just need to keep praying for him. Secondly, I have another pastor friend. His name is Marlon Brown. On Sunday, I didn't know how severe things were, but on Monday or even maybe Sunday afternoon, I got an update from Marlon uh, that he was released from the hospital. He went home and he's making progress. Uh, Again, uh, COVID-related. And then we have a brother here locally, and there's many more, um, but these are three that just have come. I've been ministering with Kim and her husband, Joman, now, uh, since before Christmas or around Christmas, and he's been in the ICU for some time now, and uh, has taken a turn for the worse. So we need to pray him out of out of that, off that ventilator, out of that bed, out of that hospital, strong and at home. Um, and so, Father, I pray that you uh, would heal and wake up Zach, Lord, and make him strong, give his body strength to fight this virus uh, and anything else it's making complicated in his body. I pray the same with Joman, Lord, his healing, Lord, the the lung issues, the breathing issues. Um, I'm sure he's just tired. So give him supernatural strength to fight and give him mental strength to fight and not give up. And we rejoice, God, uh, for uh, the healing the strength that Marlon's been restored to. And I also uh, received a text about Madeline going off for her uh, cancer treatments, God. So I pray for her just a little kiddo that's been fighting cancer uh, longer than anyone should. So I pray for healing in her body and that these treatments in D.C. will bear much fruit and help her body fight off the disease and heal her to strength. See her back in school here, back in church, running around like she owns the place. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, let's go back to uh, the phone lines. We're going to come to Thornton now grace welcome to the program thank you
2: pastor i appreciate everything you do god bless you thank you Um, i have a question (laughs) as everybody else okay when the lord was on the cross and the sinner told him lord will you remember me when you come into your kingdom and jesus told him i assure you today you will be with me in paradise yes the lord did not go into heaven that day, he descended into Abraham's bosom to get everybody out, didn't
3: he? Well, he, so you're right on half of that. Uh, he did descend into the lowest depths of the earth uh, to release, to set captivity, the captives free. But don't think of that like a, an appointment and he hung out there and he went and took care of business and went into the presence, he went into paradise. Like, I don't think he spent very much time there. You know, if he's going to, and I, and because the Bible doesn't say how long he spent there, and the Bible does say he would be in paradise with that sinner, that thief that repented in that same day, so he's going to be there that same day, that physical day of after his death, and um, and so his body was put into a tomb. Jesus, he heads down without his restored body. He empties out the Abraham's bosom side of Hades. And then he goes right into the presence of the Lord. If he can return in the twinkling of an eye in the rapture, then surely he can accomplish that time in the lowest parts of the earth in a, in a quick twinkling of eye type of environment, too.
2: Absolutely, Yeah, because that's one thing that the Jehovah's always pull out. They say, no, no, you know what he said. There was a comma. I assure you. Uh,
3: yes, I have. During
2: yes. That day, yeah. but that he would be with him, but not necessarily that day. He was just making the comment that day.
3: Yeah, you know that's an interesting way, you know, to punctuate English, uh, because in the Greek language there is no punctuation; it just reads straight through. So it's interesting that we make doctrines, or I don't make doctrines, but they have made doctrines based on a comma uh, that's placed in the English language. And again, you can if you're going to do that, then we can put commas and semicolons and all kinds of things anywhere we want to make a statement, say something differently. Um, but, but the reality is, is that he is speaking directly to him in a normal conversation. He is speaking in the reality of the moment. He's not taking a breath today, like trying to make... He's just speaking... We take the text as the most simple... Understanding possible, and when right. Jesus is speaking, he is declaring not the timing as much, he's the emphasis isn't the timing in that statement, the emphasis is the location,
2: right. And, yeah, and there's so yeah. much, there's so many things in the Bible, you know things like that that I brush onto the carpet and I say that 's not for me to know. all I know is I put my faith in my Lord that He is my Savior and that i 'm going to be with him, and all the other stuff i don't really pay attention to, but that one came to my mind yeah,
4: well,
3: you well know, there's, there's some there's something we said about a simple approach to your relationship with jesus there that that's not necessarily a bad place to be um no You know, here, let me just read it out loud for people so they can understand what you're referring to. It says in verse 43 of Luke 23, it says, And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. So the placement of the comma, right, according to the way it is here, which is standard English, is assuredly, comma, I say to you, comma, today you'll be with me in paradise so what they like to do is move the comma on the other side of today so that it says or at least you have to emphasize differently assuredly i say to you today comma you'll be with me in paradise and and we so let's just say that that let's just say they miss, mishandled it and put the comma there um the, the reality is, is is jesus has just been beaten uh, almost close to death he's had a crown of thorns twisted into his skull he's hung on the cross it's almost about the 6th hour it says in verse 44 darkness uh, he's hanging he's hurting he is is gasping he's bleeding he's unrecognizable and 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 just common sense right just Let's just say we're not scholars, we're simple. I like a simple approach like you do, uh, and we're not scholars, we don't... But let's just... Is Jesus really trying to tell him, Hey, by the way, I'm talking to you today. I just want you to know, um, what I'm saying right now is today.
0: It is today, right? I mean, that's
3: nonsense. It really... I mean, I know you know it, but it's just nonsense. It's absolutely nonsense. But for false teaching, for many false teachings... It, that it's going to be required. That's required. You know, the people that love to do this, Jehovah's Witnesses and um, Seventh-day Adventists, those that believe in soul sleep, the comma has to be after today. Otherwise, this one verse, for them, this one verse wipes out a complete false teaching.
2: Right, because, you know, out of the body and in the presence of God, yes. that overacts everything.
3: And, and so to think that Jesus, he's really wanting to emphasize, you know, I'm not talking to you yesterday, and I'm not talking to you tomorrow, I'm talking to you today. And yes, I did change my tone of voice, because it, it doesn't make any—like when, when the plain—when, when, man, there's a, there's a phrase, I'll have to find it. It's like when the plain sense makes the most sense, you dismiss the nonsense, or something like that. Um, and that's one of those verses—
2: yeah. Okay. Well, good. Like I said, there's so many things in the Bible that I don't understand, and I say, well, you know, later. On, but right now, I'm just standing in my faith.
3: Amen. And the Lord will honor that, and He Amen. does honor that.
2: Thank you. And could I have a could I um, um, give you a prayer request? For sure. My children, they're believers, but they, you know, and my grandchildren, some of them have fallen away. You know, they at one time or another had said the sinners' prayer and felt it in their heart. But, you know, the world gets to them, and I just—I pray for my children. And then one of my daughters feels like, how do I know I'm saved? And it's like, you know, just be happy. Just know it. Know it. And I can't push it on her. So I just ask for prayer on that.
3: Well, Father, I pray for these young uh, people, Lord, just in their place of their life where um, they know the truth but aren't living the truth, or they know the truth and it's being attacked— or they know the truth and they're living in uncertainty. And and the world is so hard to begin with, God. It's so challenging and so difficult. And we just pray it's not just her kids. Uh, There are many people living in that same position, just kind of always nervous and always wondering and always wavering. And I thank you for your firm, steady— and I think of even this particular episode with Jesus hanging on the cross, the kind of certainty, the kind of confidence— the kind of, of of just solid affirmation that a future awaits was given by the simple words of Jesus. So I pray that into their lives. In your name we pray. Amen.
2: Thank you so much. Yes, I try to talk to the rapture about my kids, and they go, no, I'm going to talk about that. I'm scared. Why are you afraid? Why are you afraid? Uh-huh. Because I want to see my kids grow up, I want to do this, I want
3: to do that. No, <laughs> tell them they're not alone. A lot of people feel the same way. Like we, it's a, it. What's the word? It's, it's like there, there's a duality. Like yes, we want to see the Lord, but yes, I want to enjoy life. I mean, it's a, there, there is a battle going on, a tug of war. But the more we delight ourselves in the Lord, the more we wait for His soon return.
2: Thank you so much. I appreciate everything you do. God bless you, sir.
3: Okay. God bless you. Bye-bye. All right, let's go. We're going to pick this line. I'm going to jump the lines real quick because William is calling from the Larimer County Jail. Uh, William, welcome to the program.
1: Hey, thank you. I'm on limited time. I probably only have seconds left on this phone call, but I've written you. My name is Elise, and I've uh, you sent me Pastor Micah to mentor me and give Good. me Bible studies through the mail. Good, and it's going. And my court dates got bumped. Uh, okay, uh, to for tomorrow and Friday. Okay, and uh, I'm just praying for God's favor, mercy, and grace to soften the judge's heart and understand that I have
3: changed truly. Father, I pray for this these court dates. I pray according to your will that the judge would show mercy, uh, that see the real, true change. In our brother, Lord, the desire for him to grow in grace, the desire for him to walk in repentance, to leave his old life behind. So we pray for mercy the merc- at the foot of the judgment seat when he finds himself standing before the judge. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Thank you, Pastor
3: Ed. Okay, brother. Good from me finally. <laughs> All right, good uh, to hear you, man. Amen. I was just talking to Micah about you last week. Uh, so he had his, your, his, your paperwork, your letter on his desk, and we were talking yes, about man. you. So it's good.
1: Oh, I, I want to be there bad. I okay. hope everything goes well, I believe.
3: The Lord, Lord knows you what you there. need and where you need to be, and He'll take good care of you.
1: Amen. Thank you so God Bless awesome. you
3: guys. Bye-bye. Hey, it reminds me, to, um, with this call from jail, it reminds me, I want you guys, no matter where you're listening, around the country, doesn't matter what state you're in, listening online, would you please pray for us here at Grace FM? We want to buy one more radio station, Uh, and the radio station area, first of all, we'd like a much stronger signal in Colorado Springs, Uh, and if we could get one big station in the Springs, that would cover all of our concerns. But if we can't, because it's been super hard, we want another station that covers the prisons down in Canyon City and, I mean, all the prisons are kind of like what we mention all the time, but uh, all the area. We want to support the Calvary Chapel down there. We want to support every good Bible teaching church. We want to saturate Colorado, uh, which is our mission field, our primary mission field with the gospel, worship in the Word 24-7. So just pray for us. Just, Lord, would you give? I mean, we'll take it for free, but, like, just give us a, a station or a better station in the Springs, and I know you probably can't remember all that, but when you think of Grace FM, just pray for us that God would help us to um, add another station and and improve our signal. Uh, And that's what he did. That's why we have stations now. God was gracious to us and just out of the blue dropped a station into our lap uh, and then gave us all the resources through the tithes and offerings of this church to buy the station. And uh, back then it was very expensive, $3.1 million dollars. And that was eleven years ago, and the church um, but but if you you know if we could get the station for much less, we would like it. Um, but we really have a burden. It's one of the big outreaches of our church here, so that even while we're sleeping, the word of God is going forth, and even brothers like William that are in the Larimer County jail, and I think he gets a call for five minutes, and so we had him on hold for a little bit, and we weren't sure it was going to uh, drop off but he used his time so that you guys might hear him and you could pray for mercy in his life. Because sometimes that's what it takes, right? Busted for our crime, we know we're going to do the time, but we pray for mercy. And I can't tell you how many times I stood before a judge and was shocked at the mercy shown to me when I was an unbeliever. <clears throat> and I'm grateful for that. I wish I would have never committed the crime. I wish I would have never been drunk. I wish I would have never, I mean, of course I do. But God was very merciful in me. Um, it still was very painful, but He was very merciful, and I have that now as a testimony to remember the mercy of God. We just had this Bible study, by the way, um, in the Beatitudes. I I entitled it "Are You a Troublemaker or Are You a Peacemaker?" And so for all of you that that are listening, that are caught up in politics and save the country and and anti-vax and pro-vax and all of those. If you if you're in on any of those camps, I want to challenge you to listen to the Bible study that I just delivered on. Are you a peacemaker or a troublemaker? And the reason that just popped into my mind was we went through the Beatitudes and learning about blessed are the merciful, for you will be shown mercy. Mercy surrounds those that are merciful. But then I then I laid before you uh, in that Bible study. I laid before our church. And we're going to air it on Abounding Grace here pretty soon uh, whenever we can produce it and break into our regular schedule. But until then, go to our website, go to our app, download our app. Just put my name in there, Ed Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, and download our free app, <clears throat> and then we communicate there, and then you can just go to our messages and put in the word Peacemaker and, and listen to it and ask yourself, in a watching world, as a, as a follower of Christ— am I a peacemaker or am I a troublemaker? And I lay it out according to your word, according to God's word, allowing the Holy Spirit to cut to the, um, cut to the heart. So good stuff. Let's go on to Georgia. Now, Kim, welcome to the program. Hello. Kim, you're on the air. Yes, sir. You're on the air.
5: Okay. Uh, my name is Kim. Uh, I'm calling in, uh, I ask him for prayer because as a child, I was abused by my stepfather. I'm sorry. It's okay. I mean, but um, when it happened, the Lord shows me things, and he showed me these uh, snakes around my feet, which he show, I, I assume, I was going to have uh, uh, complications due to this act. And um, I've had... Uh, I've been baptized in the Holy Spirit. Good. And when I speak in tongues, yes. I have this spirit that speaks out of me. And I've it's from what had happened to me as a child. And uh, I've been uh, trying to get delivered. I've been delivered from a couple of entities from this. And uh, I still have this one that's tormenting me all my life. I'm 58, and this happened when I was 11 years old.
3: Well, let me pray for you, but the scripture comes to mind um, when I think of the trauma that you carry from this horrific behavior that you endured as a child. I, I'm thinking about the, one of the first verses that came into my mind when I was listening to you and reading what the call screener put in. It says, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. And as a child of God, as a daughter of God, you are indwelt by, you are secure, you are sealed by the Holy Spirit. And the wounds that you carry today are emotional. They might even be physical uh, and even spiritual to some degree. But the, the good news is, is that God can can and continue to heal you strengthen you and the demonic realm cannot get inside of you they can only attack you from the outside but they don't have control of you the inside you belong to god you are of god that's first john 4 4 and i'd encourage you to memorize it because it's such a powerful truth okay
5: okay um why well, haven't I been delivered from the torment that I've had to deal with all my life? I mean,
3: yeah, I, I. That's a harder question to answer, isn't it? Have you Have you been able to talk with anybody that can counsel you through this and talk you through this?
5: Yeah, I. I've, I've been to an a evangelist, and he had delivered me. I don't want to go to great detail because it's a little explicit.
3: Yeah, I don't want to either. But I I would say I'm not talking about a deliverance ministry where somebody promises you deliverance. I'm talking about someone that can sit down with you and walk you through what the Bible has to say so that the Holy Spirit can really help you heal by changing the way you think. So I, I believe that God himself, before you ever met this evangelist, has delivered you by the power of Jesus Christ. And because of that, because you carry wounds, and because you carry hurts, it can be very confusing. And somebody texts me here a great resource that we want to encourage you to pick up. It's called Lord Heal My Hurts by K. Arthur. Lord Heal My Hurts. And so I'm sorry that you're experiencing the pain, but I'm gonna pray for you. And I pray God for Kim in Georgia, who is tormented. That's the word she used. I think of that guy that was in the tombs, tormented, chained, neglected, uh, treated ill. When you came to him, you he came back to his right mind. You removed the torments. And I just pray that into Kim's life, that you would remove the torments and heal her traumatized heart. And with God, right now, I pray in Jesus' name, you would send someone into her life that could help her walk through the pain to healing day by day, moment by moment, until you return to take her home in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, we're coming up on the end of the program today. Appreciate you guys calling in. I want to remind you that we have Bible study night as many other churches. uh, We're part of the Calvary Chapel family. So there's a lot of great Calvary chapels around the country. I want to give a shout out to my friends in Amarillo, Texas, Great Calvary there in Amarillo, Grace Church uh, out to my friends in New Jersey. Uh, You know, great Calvary Chapel right there in Marlton. Of course, there's, if you're in the Philly area, you got Calvary Chapel, Philadelphia. Uh, There's a great Calvary Chapel right here in Aurora. Uh, So a shout out to you guys in the Denver metro area, but there's a lot of great churches around town here as well. Uh, We're here tonight, seven o'clock here at Calvary Church. Uh, We're at Hampton and Tower. We're in the book of Genesis. We pray together. We sing together. Resurrection Coffee opens up at six, and we tallied up uh, our missionary. All the proceeds from Resurrection Coffee and the cap, and the bookstore uh, go to our. They get divided at the end of the year, the net proceeds, and we are cutting our checks. But I'm not going to tell you how much till this weekend. Uh, but it was a good chunk. It was a good chunk of change to help. Um, at the end of the year, or really the beginning of the year, to bless our missionaries, uh, to rem- remind them that we love them. That every time we buy a cup of coffee, we know wh- whatever above and beyond, and it doesn't include our staffing costs because a lot we do have staff there, but it's volunteer, and um, and you get good resources. You can visit our bookstore online, CalvaryCo.store. Every time you purchase something there, uh, the proceed, net proceeds go to missionaries. And I think our last number is 36, maybe 37, that uh, we support right now. That's pretty good. Praise the Lord. Let's do more. Let's go to 50. Let's keep going. Love you guys. Lord willing, we'll be on the air tomorrow. This is Calvary Live. Stay tuned to whatever program follows this, this one. Be encouraged and blessed in the Lord. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next
0: time for prayer. God's Word.